You're listening to the Geekscape Network. Time to fire up the VCR. This one's my favorite. Welcome to Analog Jones and the Temple Film. I'm Steve, and we're a VHS podcast that looks at the box art trailers behind the scenes. And returning once again is Brad and Chris. It's been a while, guys. Hello. Hello. Yeah, it's been a bit. You guys got any Thanksgiving? It's been that long, guys. That's uh, so. He... <laughs> Apparently, Brad's just gonna watch Dune. You got a sound system. It's great. It's great. That sounds like Chris earlier today. Uh, yeah, I wasn't even paying attention, but uh, my uh, family always leaves me for Thanksgiving alone with the dogs. So that's how much disliked I am. So I'm just going to be watching uh, Andor. Oh, nice. yeah. You Have watch you seen all? any of it? I haven't seen any of it yet. All right. I think it's actually that show because there's a lot of there's a lot of serious story that they set up. I bet it's really good to binge. Looking forward to it. I tried watching it. I passed out in the first. 30 seconds i was just tired yeah. it wasn't the show or anything i put it on credits came and i was like out <laughs> i have a buddy here in town who like he always binges every star wars show and like the last three i've like gotten mm-hmm. like kind of halfway drunk and texted him spoilers he's like oh you see luke skywalker baby oh that was fucking awesome he's like oh yeah thanks i haven't seen any of it yet yeah, we need to watch it's it like... before he gets a chance and spoil it but he hasn't spoiled this one in retaliation, so he's probably a lot better person than I am. Well, Andor went into a direction that I never saw. I, I thought it would, I mean, well, I'm not going to talk about it, but I enjoyed it very much. But uh, it went to a direction I was like, wait, really? I thought this was, okay. All the it, knowers it's... on the internet say it's really good. Yeah, it is. All I can tell you is don't don't expect like, you know, Star fights and all that kind of stuff. This is not that type of Star Wars, which was kind of refreshing. Chris, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? I got to work. There's only two of us. He requested it off three days before me. Are you going to get Christmas off? Uh, yeah, this year. Yeah. Oh, okay. With that ro- rotating schedule, we don't get days off. We're, we're going to uh, her dad's side of the family. So that should be fun. And we don't have to cook anything. We just gave him money. Nice. I was like, this is great. Excellent. Yeah, it's like, can we do this every year? Let's get on to our second film from, uh, I think we were titling this like it came from the sky or came from space or whatever came from space. So, Chris, you picked this one. I'm so sorry. show us what you pick. Virus. It's a really shitty movie from the 90s, 2000, 99, 99, actually. But I watched the God, we just talked about it. What was it called? Movie Magic on Discovery back in the day and they did an episode on it like two years before it came out and i've always wanted to see it and i like it it's bad though well i tell you what jamie lee curtis doesn't like it she is awful in this movie like oh she's the worst one in it she hated this film she hated filming it she hated everything about it it shows but and uh, if the listeners stick around i have a quote on that towards the end of the show oh that's a tease folks (laughs) you gotta stay tuned and the key is to actually remember that you tease them. I've done yeah, that a few times. Wait till the end and forget. I was texting you. What happened? <laughs> oh, shit. 
You're gonna have to edit so, that in. Yeah, this is. I think Universal Studios bankrolled this. I don't think this is a ride at uh, Universal Studios in Orlando. You oh, you don't want to no. get fisted by robots. <laughs> well, well, actually, I, don't think. I mean, <laughs> it depends on the robot. <laughs> if it's that hot robot from whatever that movie was, I forgot. <laughs> virus is the movie. Virus, Wait. this movie, but there's the hot <laughs> robot. And, and the, what was that one where they they AI teaches her how to be hot and she seduces everybody? Or what's the one where it's just her voice? Oh, uh, Machia, like, ex Machia, ex Machina. Yeah. Then there's oh, the other yeah. one where it's like ScarJo and it's just her voice and like the guy like bangs the iPhone or something. She. She. Okay. Or her. Hey, hey. It's she or her. She, we don't her. use pronouns in this podcast. Okay. We don't believe in them. Yeah. Don't you get us in trouble. We're already in trouble with the Trump people. Well, actually, they just hate us. <laughs> I think they're starting to see through my little gimmick here. <laughs> That's fine by me. Okay. So there were some surprising things on this movie when I looked it up. Directed by John Bruno, which is a special effects guy. Shocker there. Uh, what I thought was funny was, okay, so you're Universal Pictures. They put a script together that had like three writers, one uncredited. You spend $75 million and you have this being frontlined by Gail Ann Hurd, who's done, you know, what, Terminator, Terminator 2? Big time producer here. $75 million. Universal comes out with like uh, action figures and its own comic book for this. Even though I think this was based off a comic, but maybe they came out with comics for it. I don't know. But either way, who cares? They spent a lot of money. And then you have John Bruno, a guy who's a special effects guy, you know, from Aliens and everything, who worked with James Cameron. He's going to direct it? That shocks me. Somebody must have caught on because they they dumped it in January, so they knew they had a piece yeah. of they knew they had a stinker on their hands. Oh yeah, this is test screenings were not good for this. No. Me and my friends ate it up though. We loved it. But we we like all that shitty 90s, 2000s edgelord yeah. sci-fi horror i tell you what if you take a look at the box art that is the 90s encapsulated in whatever what's the square dimensions on that i don't know four inches by nine or something like that but that was like you got the floating heads you've yeah. got the lightning the floating heads at an angle they looking got past each other if they would throw some orange in that somewhere that there would we go. like be perfect so go ahead and get an orange marker and just paint a little orange there a little <laughs> i've got paint we can do it yeah <laughs> Well, you're not going to ruin that cover. I mean, clearly. I love this movie. Do you love the cover? No, cover's awful. See, there we go. We found something. Now we're, <laughs> I would we like all, to agree, buy, all agree on something. I would like to buy one of those modern like cover remakes people are doing. Yeah. For like my Super Mario Brothers that I just recently got with the cover's trash. Buy a new one. That sucks when you buy something and the cover's trash. Oh, I got a garage full. I got like six boxes from a garage. Oh, yeah. You got quite a haul lately. Uh, not too long ago, didn't you? right mm-hmm. so you you know who else thinks this is all bullshit it's jamie lee curtis and if you wait till the end brad's gonna give you a quote on it but we've got more people starring in this we've got a baldwin mm-hmm. william baldwin as steve baker i respect him because i remember in that movie with him and cindy crawford he gets to like you know hook up with her and stuff so I'm like you're doing something right there pal that's your metric of if they're yeah. doing good in their life fuck it you could be doing heroin in the bathroom but you hooked up with her good job I mean, good for you. Um, I think one of the bald ones, isn't the other bald one? Like, he was a big trumper, right? Yeah, yeah he sure was. <laughs> yeah, so he's my favorite bald one now. And then the other bald one killed someone. Oh, too soon? Too soon? Yeah. No? 
I, I yeah, not, uh... I'd like to apologize to the families out there. That's that was actually very, very bad on my part. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not funny, but now I'm laughing at me laughing at it. <laughs> cut. Let's cut this, guys. Cut this. <laughs> Donald Sutherland as Captain Robert Everton. What can someone answer this? Uh, is he supposed to be Irish in this? And he's he just forgets your species, though. I think the dude's like got a blood alcohol, you know, BAC of about 1.8 at a minimum throughout the whole movie. Well, so he's supposed to be Irish, I think, in this because at one point he he had a little accent and then it just went away. I don't know. Everton. Does it sound <laughs> Irish to you? No, it doesn't. What is up? There's some type of like accent he has in some of this. Drunk? Whoever watches this. It's like a drunk dude. Yeah. in his words. Sounds like a drunk, angry, supreme species. Oh God, he he wasn't playing an alcoholic and then like just started using an Irish like, <laughs> and then forgot that he was using that at one point because like, Donald Sutherland during a lot of this and Jamie Lee Curtis kind of seemed very checked out. They're like, whatever, let's just get this going. I don't know. I thought he did good. <sighs> I don't think so. <laughs> Joanna Pakula. I don't. She's po. It's a Polish name. I, I don't know, but uh, and she's playing Russian, which is great. Nadia. Vino Gradava. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I guess she's married to some other dude on that on that ship, but then she's like flirting with that cosmonaut, and I'm like, dude, you better go check out on your wife there. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's one of my that's literally my first note. I've never seen a woman get so hot from playing chess. She was just like, Oh, oh. Was that what the fuck is going on with this? And then we got Marshall Bell as JW Woods, Sherman. Augustus as Richie Mason. That this is the guy. He's he's ripped. He's like a former football player. Oh, is he <laughs> the one that goes all crazy later on? He's like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna take you out. I forgot the exact quote there, but well, I thought he was like the best character in this because he's the mm-hmm. only one who's really like understanding what kind of scenario he's in. You, you never have facing, enough guns. Yeah, you're facing off against cyborg killers. And he's the only one who's like running around. We got to fucking kill all these things. If we're going to kill these things. I'm going to make these torpedo tubes into like ejection seats modified to put a human inside of a missile. Yeah. I mean, and, and by the way, when we get to that missile, I've got I've got a note on that. Uh, sh- uh, we've got Cliff Curtis as Hiko. Uh, Cliff Curtis has gone on to be a major actor in Hollywood. He seems like he's in like 200 credits. Um, and then Julio Oscar. Yeah. Hiko, who can't swim, but yet serves on this like ship that sails into typhoons with a drunk captain and a drunk helmsman yeah i wrote about that i can't swim i'm not working on a boat yeah i i, I can swim but it ain't good and i ain't working on a boat yeah, like 90 percent, you're gonna drown on a boat but you can't especially swim, like this captain more. everton dude who is questionable competence <laughs> yeah and then uh julio oscar as squeaky you know, I've seen him in a couple other movies i really like this actor he seems to really do a good job squeaky was the one that crawled into the tunnel right yeah except at yeah, that point yeah. there's no fucking way i'm crawling in that no tunnel. i don't recognize him as uh, like older but then in that movie i recognize him in a lot of things but yeah, yeah no I way i'm never in that crawling tunnel, in that like whatever rat thing nothing he was following mm-hmm. now i'll wait for somebody to come back i'm not going in no tunnel by myself uh let's go ahead and uh watch this trailer guys you guys ready <laughs> It has traveled across time and space. An energy force unlike any in the universe. It is powerful. 
agent. And it has found the perfect planet to inhabit. I'm picking up a contact. 12 miles out. Speed zero knots. It's dead in the water, but it's big. It's really big. Oi! Is there anyone aboard? I don't get it. I mean, we got a Russian vessel, middle of nowhere, dead in the water, crew vanished. I mean, why the hell would they abandon ship, huh? You hear that? We don't find any dead bodies. We got somebody else on board. Repeat. We got somebody else on board. That's who sank the tug. Drop it. Eight days ago, during a transmission from the Mir space station, something came onto the ship. It took control of computers. It was learning. Learning what? How to kill us. Somebody welded the engine room door shut. What is it? High tech robotics. Get back! Now, in order to survive, it's creating a new life form. What? It wants us for spare parts. It must destroy the one threat oh my God. to its existence. I'm gonna die! The virus called man. What's wrong with you? Nothing now. trailer was amazing you got, the movie's good fred maybe you, you can talk me into it, it for the, like, the wrong reason change my mind uh, you want to know what makes this movie good that you don't have to pay attention to it it's got shitty one-liners and the practical effects are amazing that is it that is all you need just stare at it occasionally like drinking beers with friends talking shit man when i watch this i really wish i was drinking because like mm-hmm. i got bored <laughs> But and really, I, I, I loved all the practical effects, but I was bored. I'm like, oh, this story is blah. I don't like it. The only movies I've really taken a dump on on this podcast so far have been movies that are like just basic remakes of other like more successful movies before. And to me, this is just a remake of Aliens, except it's malevolent electricity this time what? instead of Aliens. How is it a remake of Aliens? It seems They're like Aliens. Earth. like, But it's like the same plot it's and the same the music thing. even. It's like... It's a remake yeah, yeah. of The Thing. Well, I, I see... I see like three movies in this. I definitely see aliens oh, or alien because you know they came off of those. Yeah, and, well, then, the and then I can see the thing, and I definitely see also the Matrix a little bit with like the design of these like cyborg you know, kind of like. When body. was the Matrix out? Well, the Matrix was out the same year as this. I don't think they copied off the Matrix, but the, like oh. there's like these cyborgs. I don't know. I got a little Matrix off this. You know, the cyborgs in this are fantastic. And I really wonder what the action figures look like. So okay. if anyone wants to sit there and Google that while we're talking. I didn't even know, you know that they it's had. It's like they, they pull up, they find the derelict ship, they go on board, just like aliens and alien. They find it to be empty and they find the one survivor, just like aliens. They find the holes in the floor. The music even sounds like aliens, the lighting, the vibe. No, I, I, I get that. I also get the thing too. Um, yeah, that's what I got. Especially watching that behind the the movie magic, it was all the thing is what it felt like the whole time they were doing it. When he comes off the table and everything, 
oh yeah, about that too. It's like at this point, all these guys should have seen T two and Terminator, and like you don't fuck with like some cyborg after you think it's dead. It's gonna come back to life. You know it is. Now, uh, oh, I got a comment off this, even though I want to get to the VHS trailers of this. When all those cyborgs are being made, made and everything, and they're like getting close to him and about to touch him, I go, "What the fuck? No, 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 no!" As soon as I'd walk in that room, I'm like, "These look great. I am gone. These things will." I'm like, when you see like a little bug cyborg thing, no, no, that thing is made to kill you. Yeah, it's not is that human flesh. Yeah, like, I'm gonna go. It's not like I could go give it a pet like a dog or a cat. I mean, this thing is gonna rip your face off. When that thing shot him with the nail gun, I was like, "You deserve that. Get out of that room." Oh my god. Anyway, uh, the VHS the trailers uh, on here. Um, we've got Affliction, a Nick Nolte and Sissy Spacek movie. Uh, I watched a trailer to this today. It actually looks really interesting. Very I'd watch it, but I had no desire to actually. So, no, you know, I, I don't think I'll actually watch it. But Nick I Nolte seemed like he was doing really good, but yeah. I probably wouldn't choose to watch it. This is how poor I prepare for the show. It's like I could have <laughs> gone online and looked up the trailers and watched them on YouTube because I'm 100% guarantee it's on there, but I didn't. And I could have asked Steve which trailers were on there if I couldn't find it online. I could have just sent it to you. I have the tape. You did send it. You, I didn't look these things up. You oh, did it. I? Yeah. Oh, I think you sent no. it to me. <laughs> yeah, that's written rock bottom here. Okay, preparation will be better from now going forward. <laughs> Last week, I forgot we were supposed to podcast, but God damn it, I wrote down those trailers as soon as you sent them because I was like, I'll forget that. I was just sitting here, headphones on, everything already. <laughs> I was like, are we not doing this? <laughs> Uh, second one was October Sky with Jake Gyllenhaal and Laura Dern. This is a Joe Johnson film, and I feel bad that I've never watched this. I've always wanted to, just never I, caught it. I don't like it. Arguably, it's a good film, but it does nothing for me. There's not shitty robots in it. So, That's yeah, you know what? After Star Wars Episode Eight, I, I fucking hate everything Laura Dern's in. I I have seriously tried boost self up to try to rewatch the newer uh, the prequels or no, not prequels. Um. The last, three? the last three and i just can't do it i like them a lot actually there's a lot what? of letdown but like some of the, it's just some of the visual i like the universe more than i like the movies overall i'll say that i think that's what's disappointing because there's so much really good world building and potential like the the, yeah. the red dudes the guard i can't remember their name yeah oh, they're great they look yeah, so will, amazing and they will give you that yeah that part where they cut snow in half and they battle. fight the guards that was awesome they could yeah. be it was the it was pathetic. It was the quickest fight ever. Those guards did nothing cool, and you're like, "Wow, you guys have only oh, been I... in 28 movies, building it up, and now you did nothing." See, I got mad because they killed Snoke because I knew that was just Ryan Johnson not giving a shit. That is him. I've seen him in every interview. It's like he doesn't care about anything, and he just wants to piss everyone off. And I'm like, "Yeah, you did. You did with that. You cut Snoke right in half, and then you just went on to this, you know." I thought the fight was cool, personally. Yeah, um, I thought but... it was cool how they got Snoke in half because it was kind of like Kylo Ren one-upping Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. He's like, "Look, I can kill the fucking Emperor, and you guys can't." I just don't know how Snoke, in all of his years of being a, uh, okay, we can't get in this. I just yeah, don't that's know why how... I'm like we got to move no. on if we're trying to cut these links down. I just don't know how a guy like that, who's done so much, just suddenly just goes, "Ah, uh, yeah, I didn't see that coming." Like, come on, man. But at least they finally did that in Star Wars. We'll move on now. Patch Adams. I hear this movie is like nowhere. It's a good movie, but it's, it's like not good. truthful at all. 
oh yeah i heard that but it's a yeah. great film definitely some great acting and then um you put universal contest and i couldn't find this online so oh I'm it's assuming... not a movie yeah it's I like a contest it's one of the contests yeah. yeah 10 film contests could win you an adventure thing you know where oh. they're like we'll pay for your flight or whatever just send in your code do, 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 do. call this number it's only 38 dollars a minute don't tell your parents at least it wasn't snail mail they're just like put it in the mail maybe we'll respond to you in a week or a month or three months god knows how long okay so let's get on to the actual movie here feature presentation and now our feature presentation all right we got a drunk captain tries to hold on to cargo and then loses it and tries to kill himself and then we find a russian ship there you go let's go that's that's it i mean the beginning is just showing nothing of of substance i don't think they're just scavengers on the open water i don't think it matters i mean we could mention that the the russians get blown up you know in the in their boat and everything like that to begin the movie but the trailer i don't really care literally the trailer showed the whole scene of the energy hitting the ship shooting down and blowing up the boat yep their plan is they're going to take this ship they're going to bring it back they're going to ransom it or something and sell it back to the russian government at the time yeah, it was like friendly, it but it's like you know as soon as that thing like gets within any near like the u.s military is going to come take it from you so like yeah that's what i they were trying to sell it off that like you you get 10 percent of what it's worth of the salvage value you have the salvage value and he just was like this has got to be worth 300 million that's 30 million dollars guys let's split it up and i'm like how what is that a real rule or is that just something made up for this movie no it's real Okay. And by the way, if you're in a hurricane, is the eye actually that, you know, like calm and mm-hmm. wouldn't, wouldn't it be moving rapidly because it's a hurricane? So well, you'd have depends. to, some of them, it's a typhoon. Yeah. Some move like faster than others. It's like they're some stay know. still as long as you're, you, your boat, that's a technique they do. I don't, I can't swim. I don't go on the water often, but you can get to the eye. And if you can stay there for a while, like moving with it, it's pretty calm. It's yeah, probably back, not as calm or as big as it is in this, though. Yeah, no, this one's it's enormous. Yeah, back in 1906, there was a big hurricane that hit Galveston, Texas, and it went through, and the eye came over town. So a lot of people thought it was over, so they went outside, and then the other part came and actually drowned a bunch of people. Holy shit! They didn't yeah, really have weather radars back then, so the more you know. Yeah, just don't laugh at dead people because I already did that earlier and I feel terrible. <laughs> did you laugh at dead people or did you laugh at the point that a Baldwin murdered somebody and nobody cares? You know, it's debatable, but I'm pretty sure it's the Baldwin. I I, I listen to canceled musicians all the time, but I remind everybody what they did. Oh, like, this no. guy killed three people. Just remember that. When like someone randomly dies and they're just like, I'm going to miss that person. They were so great and everything like that. And I'm like, isn't that the person that beat their wife? And like, <laughs> went to prison for six months like yeah but they learned they learned i'm like did they they learned to hide it better yeah well alec baldwin he's had a he's lived a he's done a lot of things in life i mean star um uh, what's that movie team america just rips on him like eric bardwin <laughs> <laughs> and i think in the south park movie they like bomb the canadians bomb the baldwin residence in, yep. in retaliation for something that the u.s did someone asked me one time you guys talk about team america all the time why don't you review it and i'm like yeah but then we would stop talking about team america all the time <laughs> is it even on tape because yeah. i have the dvd that's a good question i don't know i don't even know what year it came out it's just it's just a part of me <laughs> i was living on my own 
So I was like at least 18 when it came out, I thought. I'm thinking like 2003, know. 2004 ish. Yeah, I was thinking like 2005 ish. Somewhere around there. Yeah. So if it did, if it did come out in tape, it's like one of those last printed ones that are outrageously outrageous on eBay. Yeah, what like 2006 was the last year. Like I remember, people like always want the history of violence, and they try to sell that for way too much. And I'm like, the movie's good, but it's not that good. And And I didn't realize it. I was like, oh, I got it. Oh, you own it? Mm -hmm. That's funny. I know the Cars one is like ridiculously overpriced too. Is it? Yeah, Cars, uh, Pixar, Disney. But VHS fifteen dollars used. Yep. Oh, never mind. For Team I thought America. It was, I thought it was worth. Oh, was Team, America. Team America. Okay. All right. There you go. Well, don't forget to look up those action figures on Virus here. Click away. Okay. On that so keyboard. here's here's another thing. So they they hop onto the boat and everything like that, and I already made the point uh, about like if cyborgs are like rebuilding themselves in a room, you you should immediately know like oh they're gonna kill humans. All right, but. <laughs> Is that when an they, arm? Yeah, it's like when they get to the like weapons room and they're like foreshadowing like a motherfucker, you know, just like, oh, this is a missile. And these are all the guns and explosives. And this is the ejection seat. And I was like, whoa, f- calm down on the foreshadowing here. <laughs> but also on the weapons room, they're, they're just open. So like, you know, people ransacked it already and you're like, why they need all these guns? Well, so nobody's was- there anymore. Like what happened? Now, I I don't know how many guns we would actually have on like a scientific military boat out in the middle of the ocean. Of course, we'd have weaponry, but that was stacked. Yeah, that my buddy was... worked on a science boat, and uh, they had one gun. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Is like the military they they waste a lot of money, but I don't think they'd waste it like that. They'd be like, no, what do you guys need guns for? Yeah. We'll, we'll give you a few handguns, you know, some sidearms, maybe a few rifles, but we're not giving you fucking rockets. Yeah, they're going to shoot you down if they're going to shoot you down. I guess they're worried about pirates or something out there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's where they have one gun and fake rails. Oh, and then when the when the one survivor pops out with that uh, Uzi <laughs> and then she's just like, sorry, I, I didn't. How did you not know they weren't cyborgs? Like <laughs> They came in and they were like arguing like normal people. Cyborgs stitching up his leg and everything. Yeah, she's like, how are you? You know, we're going to save you. And she's like, I thought you were cyborgs because you were talking normal. What the fuck are you talking about? And what the fuck was she eating to survive? Uh, People. Most likely. I would rather watch that that movie. That candy bar so bad. That protein bar. Oh, man. It would have been great if that had been like, she ends up killing herself because she can't live anymore because she actually ate people to survive. There you go. There's a nice twist. Yeah, it's good ideas. Yeah, there we go. I'm just gonna worry about it. I don't know. Oh, and then talk- this is just where the movie kicks in, though. This is the fun part of it. We've been talking about our boy Woods. Remember that guy from Starship Troopers? He always plays that wormy kind of mm-hmm. sleazy kind of guy who like basically abandons Hiko, who can't swim after their boat gets that anchor drop through it, and just lets him like drown. <laughs> while he goes and help. grabs it. He goes and grabs a life preserver for himself to escape, <laughs> and he's like, "I barely made it." And then he's got a good scene in the weapon room too, where he's walking around. And he's like, "How am I going to carry all this? I got a, I got a bad, whatever he says, like sciatica." And he's like, "I'm going to keep bumping into things." <laughs> yeah, I, I do enjoy him like bitching the entire time down the hallway in an abandoned like Russian military. Well, it's not military, but it seems like military. 
And, you know, they bump into all those cyborgs and he's still bitching about carrying stuff. And I'm like, there are cyborgs building other cyborgs and you're bitching about the bag. I mean, I give credit to you. You really know how to bitch. I like those characters. Oh, they're funny. He's great at that character. It's going. I did uh, right when the uh, they're talking to the computer and it says, I am aware. I immediately was like, of what? (laughs) (laughs) You watch them at night in the bedroom alone. I mean, it's kind of mm-hmm. ominous. And then they're like, humans are the virus. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, that's oh. the matrix right there. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. like, okay. I actually kind of forgot. A lot of times I try to link the title, like when I'm watching the movie, uh, it, you know, and this one's called Virus. And I was thinking like, oh, it's going to be a computer virus. And then when I start watching it more and then they say it and I'm like, oh, it's that? No, it it's is. It's that Cordy? It- it is a computer virus and we're a virus and it's a virus on us. There's triple viruses. It's too many so, viruses. Yeah, it's infecting us with the uh, mechanical parts, which I don't know where it's getting it. Most of the ship looks pretty intact. And it's just got did you see all the TVs in that room? <laughs> yeah, I know. There's like 900. I was like, that is tight. That is really cool. I do love that trope, like in sci-fi movies where they tape a bunch of TVs together. Yeah. Like I, I Johnny I Mnemonic does it like under oh, the, and then the matrix, Bridge. the matrix does oh, yeah. it too. The, I think the second matrix though, matrix takes it to 11 with the TVs like taped together. <laughs> the, yeah. the, the TV TVs like, yeah. I like the, the cone, the stalagmite of them. Yeah. The I mean, that's, that's the thing is like a production designer and a bunch of, you know, effects guys got together and girls um, got together and made some great stuff. I just think the story surrounding it is trash. And I really think Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, Donald Sutherland just like, meh. Yeah. No, that's her paycheck. The only reason I like this movie is the the cyborgs. The CG one later yeah. is bad. But when it starts up and everything, that's so cool. It's just the design is cool. The story is, I don't give a shit about the story. I wish they all would have died. Or and, everything would have got it to the shore and you would have got a virus too when it went rampant through like New York or something. I'm a little confused about the electricity. Now, electricity, obviously they need to like build and power up, but mm-hmm. it also said it was feeding off of it. Like that's how they eat. I didn't get that. It, it, they have like umbilical cords of electrical wire. So maybe that's what they meant. Like it's powering them. I don't know. Brad, you're our residential scientist now. Man, I kind I just of was just lost that. interest at that point. I'm just oh, like, yeah. I just got to the point. It's like, why does this electricity squeal like pigs? Or sound like the ED209? <laughs> <laughs> like, I always love it in movies because I laugh. Every time they make robots, cyborgs, anything like that, like sound like a an animal. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, what? No, they don't. They don't do that. No. Make car engine sounds. Yeah, That's we all know tornadoes do. I mean, tornadoes sound like lions and you know stuff Tigers like that, but not not cyborgs. I don't know if you guys caught it, but in the background, I saw Matthew McConaughey going back with his like little <laughs> <laughs> from Texas. I gotta get this control. repaired. <laughs> you guys got any remote batteries? Oh. Uh, go back oh. two movies where we reviewed Texas Chainsaw Massacre 4 to get that. <laughs> you think those asshole cyborgs would have just like create made him a cyborg. They were total dicks because they, they were bullying him. Oh, you're powered by batteries. Oh, oh loser. Oh. <laughs> I was like, who'd they bully? <laughs> oh, facts are made up here. I don't know what else to talk about in this. Oh, the going postal. Yeah. I haven't heard that line in a long time. 
I don't even remember that line. Going postal? No, yeah, that seems like yeah, that seems contemporary oh. for the time. Yeah, that was like when yeah. that was something new-ish. Yeah, it I mean, like that's in the yeah. news every other day now. But that was I made a mistake, fellas, and I apologize. I'm not used to having to pick movies to talk about for a while. I've had more fun talking about this movie than watching it. Yeah, it's not yeah. like that. Um, so you, you guys have you guys have it, right? I had to rent it on Amazon to help. I had to get... rent it too, and I was fucking cussing Chris out the entire time. <laughs> right, we did help Bezos it? recoup some of that money he lost on Rings of Power, I guess. So this is in every collection I see for sale online. So it just sits I... there in the corner of the just the picture, and I'm like, oh, virus. This is how much virus pissed uh, pissed me off. I couldn't pirate it. I couldn't find it to pirate. Because nobody wants it. (laughs) I was like, I got to fucking spend $3 on this. Thanks a lot, Chris. So speaking of, speaking of like nobody wanting this, I'll I'll read that Javian Lee Curtis quote now, like what she had to say about this. This is like the one thing, the run redeeming quality of this to her. That would be an all time piece of shit. It's just dreadful. That's the only good reason to be in bad movies. Then when your friends have bad movies, you can say, ah, I've got the best one. I'm bringing virus. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think she's kind of overselling how bad this was because I was like, this was not good. But like, it's not bad, bad at if all. All three were at the same house watching movies together. It'd be fine. Yeah, if we were drinking some beers, uh, we'd be yeah. we'd have a good time watching. We'd have fun watching yeah. this. I, I mean, I'd rather pop on in. the couch, cuddling my dog, not even taking notes because I've seen it so many times. I was like, this movie's yeah. great. This is a good cuddling your dog type movie because it takes you away from the anger of watching it. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you three dollars. <laughs> no, you're already sending me a package that like yeah. I can't wait to see what's in that. Yeah, you'll be happy. I think Brad will not. We like we this. we should tell everyone who's sending out VHS through media mail that apparently it's gone up in price. It was like a thirty dollar box, and it was ten and a half dollars. Brad's was fourteen dollars, and his isn't media mail. So I was like, "That's media mail, lady." I got randomly selected for a search. They didn't let me do media mail with yours when I sent you that the Harry Potter with all the penises. Yeah, because it's not media. Yeah, they caught that right away. They're like, "What's in this?" And I'm like. Um, yeah, when I sent you that one with a card, apparently that's mail fraud because oh. it's not media and I'm not allowed to send that in there. Well, back in the day when you used to use this, and I mean like five years ago, no one fucking cared. Yeah, I think they started doing illegal shit with it. So yeah, now they probably they check them occasionally. They're you like, mean, people are mailing are, shit are they the starting to catch on to like a, a sealed VHS that's $500 might not actually, you know, be that valuable and there might be something else in it? Or <laughs> that's how you pay for it. It's not the shipping. It's I give you 17 cars and then you buy a VHS from me for $30,000. Yeah, that's that's how we pay for things cleanly in this country. That's why. Why can't they just do it in the dark web? Why can't they do it in the dark web like with Bitcoin like everyone else? Well, Bitcoin right now is tanked. So well, yeah, I was like, don't use don't use crypto. I mean, oh also, my gosh, that's I'll that's gonna like I mean, this is way off subject, but man, the crypto tanking, you know, the FTX, there's a lot of drug Ooh. dealers out there like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that. <laughs> They are pissed. But that's like, fuck you, Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, Tom Brady. Yeah, it's like my buddies and me were like some other friends of mine were texting each other. I was like, geez, do you think that's why they got divorced? Because they lost all their money, like investing in crypto. 
I mean, yeah, they probably got tipped off that the thing's going to absolutely tank. Or, I mean, or they just paid attention to, like, I don't know. Who knows? I thought he lost his fortune on it. That wouldn't be paying attention. He could have everything invested into it. It said $65 million. Is what they did again. Yeah, but wasn't he making, like, $40 million a season? I don't like sports. He's got enough business things going on the side where he's not going to be hurting for money in any case but you know but 65 million, million unless you're like rough. unless you're like warren buffett or bezos or one of these guys i mean do you, yeah, do you guys have hurt. anything else to say about virus no i, I just have there? one more thing i just want to hear your opinion on the donald sutherland cyborg the donald sutherland cyborg the half and half yeah i thought it was dumb why <laughs> did why he cut his head off and put him on another body i don't know I, mean, I do like the hat though, just walking around. I actually, I actually, that was one of my favorites because I was like, that's just silly. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. I mean, the guy that says he's going to get you to shore, you kill. You kill yeah. the tugboat that's going to get you to shore. And then you kill the dude that said he's going to get you to shore. Yeah. How that's are right, you getting was... to shore? I don't know. I don't even remember how this ends. Like, I forgot. It's, they blow him up. They blow him up and then they go. Well, yeah, I know the ejection the seat, but I, I don't know if like another ship comes by no. and hop on or they're no, just in they the just, middle of the ocean drowning. They just put I a don't... bomb and then they float, but then it goes to another ship that's like, that's a big flare. And then that's oh, where'd it. the they're... hurricane oh, go? Oh, that's right. They were, by, they were nearby some British like scientific island or something like that. Now I remember. Yeah. And they're like, oh, tally oh, mate. And but, they. But what happened to the storm? Oh, it was on, happening Steve. while they were on the boat. When they went up the top, it was just. This was like from the '90s. The storms were smaller back then. This is before global warming made all our storms like super big and terrible. And this Somewhere global warming, Gore- why is it so goddamn cold here? Al Gore is pissed. Global warming was still real in the '90s. Not invented the internet. Did he? Okay, calm down now. He is a big fan of us, though. Is he? Oh yeah, Al Gore's huge. Gore? He loves VHS. I love he loves color. you. He loves all that plastic piling up in landfills. Just loves yeah. it. Hey, we're trying to prevent it. Yeah, that's right. We're trying to stop it. We're uh, the real heroes you, here. Yeah. If you guys want to donate any eighties horror or sci-fi or possibly, por- we'll even take the porn. Anime. Um, we'll take yeah. that. That's that's my go-to. Anime porn, even nope. better. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They've got to be worth a lot, there, Chris. Oh, I'll take them in the collection. I ain't paying for them. I ain't searching for them. All right, let's move on to the museum. This is the second time I've had to reclaim my property from you. That belongs in a museum. So do you. This is the part of the show where we go out in the film jungle and bring something <laughs> back like indie. I'm going to let Chris, the man who made us watch this, pick first. I'm going with the, the TV stalactite. When they like, okay. yeah. But when they power on the ship and that whole room starts getting power and coming to life again. The scene is really cool. Uh, Brad, go ahead and go. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm kind of weak here. I'm just gonna get robotic creatures, like especially the Donald Sutherland, the yachting hat robotic creature. But I mean, they were all those were great. I gotta hand it to the you know, you would have great robotic creatures with a set designer as your director. So I mean, they're fantastic. Yeah, yeah well, you, you just took mine. I was gonna do I'm sorry. Donald Sutherland. <laughs> I want to have beers with him though, just sitting out there. I wouldn't want to go sail the ship with him anywhere. It's like, hey, I'm gonna get wasted and like just go straight to the middle of a typhoon. But no, the cyborg version. The cyborg version. Is what I want to drink with. 
All right, I'll put a negative in here. Uh, I don't know what Jamie Lee Curtis's character. I don't know the point of her character. Like, I don't know why you put her in that role. Which was, uh, was she like a scientist that I was just on? The I think she was like ship? a weather person. Yeah, I thought she was like because sometimes they'll just throw scientists on boat trips to like, hey, you're going to this region. Well, we got I mean, a thing I, that we need it's to kind of like her job was just to like fix all the Captain Donald Sutherland's like fuck ups all the time because the dude was constantly like getting hammered and doing something stupid well <laughs> I, I was trying to figure out wait are, are, is this his like i at first i thought it was going to be his daughter and then that ended up not being right and then i was like wait a minute so she's like a map person who pays attention to the weather i could see that on a boat that makes sense yeah yeah you know plan your your course and your route and everything like that. Well, yeah kind of like an operations but, person it kind of handles like all the operations and the yeah. uh, the the details of everything where the captain's just like keep a study as she goes uh well she seemed like the glue on a lot of things like okay so she did all that she planned the routing but she also kind of seemed like the second captain and a leader at the same time but then when we get on the boat she's also a medic it's because she had top billing so they just had to stick her in a do bunch as much of shit. as she can do. yeah just get her on camera as much as possible and well, just, we fucking she can do for everything. Like, cut everybody else and <clears> she can do it I just don't know why she's like why you spend that kind of money on this actress coming hot off of H2O and then she's really forgettable. Yeah. I think it would have been better without her. She, she like detracts. It's like yeah. you know you watch a movie with a bunch of ugly people and they put somebody really pretty in it for no reason and you just yeah. keep thinking like why is that person there? That's how it felt. Like everybody else is like B-list action movies and horror and sci-fi and then you throw her in well if i was writing the script i would have made her i would have made her like backstab baldwin at the end like set up that she was actually a good person and then slowly put in things where you kind of question you know like is she you know the light and dark here like what what kind of contrast is she falling into and then at the end she would have like it's like oh i can get a lot of money for all this technology yeah, like if, if she, they would have linked her character to some type of technology and everything at the beginning, like she was a you know tech nerd or whatever, yeah. something she, yeah, make the saying. script interesting because that's the biggest problem is you you bet so much money on these these props and these really cool cyborgs selling your movie, but at the end of the day, your script was so bland. I forgot about that honestly until I was trying to take notes and I took less notes than everybody and I stopped when he crawled in the tube. That's the last when he just crawled into the <laughs> tunnel, which you don't do no. ever by yourself. Never calling a weird, weird tube following a bug. So Sarah but, actually heard me downstairs when I said that. I go, why are you going in the tube? And she comes downstairs. She's like, who's in? What are you talking about in the tube? And I'm like, this guy just crawled down a tube with a creepy cyborg. And she doesn't care. She's six months pregnant. She's just like, I don't. OK, fuck. I thought something was seriously happening. <laughs> <laughs> Did the dog go in the vent? All right. Yeah. Uh, well. That's all I got. So let's, um, I guess, go through the recommendations and then end it. Uh, Chris, what are you saying? Go watch it. I like it. It's shitty, though. Be prepared. It's not great. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and Brad here and assume he's going to say the same thing. Uh, no, there's plenty of sci-fi 90s films that you can waste your time on. I would rather watch Godzilla, which is hysterical because that movie's so bad. It's, it's good. good. And it rains nonstop in that movie. Can't believe Matthew Broderick was your pick for the lead in Godzilla. Holy shit. But that was off of it wasn't that after Inspector Gadget? 
Yeah, but he's not good in an action role. He is terrible. Anyway, Brad, what, what's your uh, opinion on this? No, skip it. Big yeah. thumbs down from Brad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think I just busted somebody's copyright there. Sorry. Keeper.com. <laughs> you can't do thumbs down. You can't do thumbs down. <laughs> yeah, my bad on that one. But no, I mean, it was dumped in January. I mean, if this movie doubled its box office take, it still would have lost money. So not that I'm saying that's a reason to like not like a movie because there's plenty of movies that we like that you know didn't do well in the box office. But no, I mean, the budget on this was 75 million, and they said the marketing was huge. So I mean, they probably spent over 100 million dollars on this film, and it made 30.7. In the box office, thirty point seven, and I doubt it did well on home video. So you're, I mean, Universal just took it, ate a big case, shit man. sandwich. If you want to watch a real bad, like historically bad movie, you gotta watch Virus. It's not historically bad though. It's not bad <laughs> enough. Anyway, it, it's not. And it didn't do bad on home video. There's no way it did. It's in everybody's collection. Look at all. I the don't have it. And I collect ninety yeah. shit. Look at all the collections people post online. You always see virus in the corner. Tucked away. They never show it off. They're like, I wouldn't be shocked if I like got out all my VHS and viruses at the bottom. <laughs> I'll be like, what the fuck? I didn't even know. Oh, I found uh, the alien movie, Attack from Mars. Not Attack from Mars. That came from Mars Space last episode. Mars Attacks. That's not Mars. Invaders Attacks. from That's Mars. Not... Invaders from Mars. Invaders it was Mars. in that collection I bought. I was just going through getting all potting soil off of it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> nice. Shit, I didn't have to sit <laughs> through go. all the commercials. No, I'm I just not a fan of like, when, I'm not a fan. Like, this is the same reason I just said not to watch. This is why I recommended skipping Highlander 3, too. Is you take something that's out there that exists and you just like kind of recycle it into a different script and everything and that's what this movie felt like to me no you know and people make fun of quentin tarantino for taking scenes out of movies and making them better and james cameron taking simple you know like plots and everything and making them interesting like that's the key you can copy all you want you can steal all you want but make it better and make it interesting this film didn't do like it just yeah or make it what it wanted to be like i think i'm all for remakes because there's some movies that just didn't have the budget or the ability to make what they wanted to make at the time. And if you can make it better, fucking do it all day. Yeah. Make it what it was intended to be. If you can make Unless it better. Unless it's a Mad Max perfect. ripoff, take them all day. I'll take those all day. Yeah, yeah, those are always fun. I love them. Mad Max in space, I don't give a shit. Well, the Italians, <laughs> they did it so well back in the 80s because then they'd actually just have all their actors speaking whatever language they spoke. And then they're like, we'll dub it. We'll dub it. <laughs> Great. What could go wrong? Yeah, I'm watching a show from Germany right now, and the dubbing is awful. It's it dark. So, I mean, you know, a lot of the Japanese karate films, when they come over here and everything, and they dub it with English, sometimes that's really enjoyable to watch just like a hundred words fly by the screen. You know, you see that mouth with a hundred words coming out of it, and it's just like, I went to the Taco Bell and enjoyed a meal. Now I will fight you. He's like, oh, great. Love that dub. <laughs> That'll end it this week. Thanks. For coming by, everyone, and remember to be kind. And rewind. And rewind. I think you're doing it on purpose now. <laughs> <laughs>